0: You are listening to
1: Diversified Audio. We are a father and daughter who talk about things that are happening in our world.
0: We are conversational, and we would like to invite you into our conversation. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Father-Daughter Podcast. I'm Mark Kilblock, and I'm the father.
1: And I'm Sophia Kilblock, and I'm the daughter.
0: And what a difference a week makes. Yes. Last weekend, we had a what you would call a divide.
1: Yes, indeed. A chasm. Yes.
0: Uh, a disagreement. Yes. All those things.
1: All those things.
0: And the subject at hand was the title. Yes. Of our podcast, which is pretty important.
1: Yeah. Right? Yes, definitely. Uh,
0: if I recall correctly, we introduced ourselves as Diversified Audio. Yes. And you told me Diversified was what? Too serious. Too serious. Which Yes.
1: last week's episode was actually kind of serious. Well, it was kind of serious. We well, talked it wasn't about- like super serious, but it was, you know pretty serious
0: <laughs> we talked about covid obviously serious. Yeah, yeah and we had mommy talked about her life story coming to america that's serious but in a good way yeah and then we talked about covid and, and sports and how it took away for us the indy 500 yeah so it's kind of sentimental yep but as we went on and we listened to our finished product and we talked about it all of a sudden, you underwent a change, and that's what I'm curious about. How you went from you were like dead set against it, yeah, because <laughs> I remember your work. You're like, it's too serious. It's, yeah, it, we're not serious. Yeah, and it was almost like you flat out, you know, it's like we're gonna have to come up with something else, right? So what happened?
1: Um, just because we were started using it, it kind of just, kind of just sounded nice. I don't know. It just worked.
0: That's the way those things kind of go. Sometimes they grow on you. Sometimes they click. Yeah. And sometimes it just flows out. That's how I came up with it because um, what did you say you wanted to call it at first? I remember if you don't.
1: I, yeah, I do remember. I wanted to call it whatever, which is stupid. That was dumb. I don't know why I wanted to call
0: it Well, but don't be too hard on yourself because we were just brainstorming, right? I know. And part
1: it, wasn't, of, it wasn't a good title, though. I don't know. It was just not.
0: Part of the thing with brainstorming is you come up with a multitude of ideas. That and, one was a bad one. And most of them you throw away. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. And But, I mean, I got the point of why you wanted to call it that because it wasn't right. going to be focused in on one thing. Right. And uh, so I just took the opposite of that. It was diversity or diversified yeah so and it and it worked one of the other things we talked about was if uh, this was when we thought that um we couldn't decide on a title we were gonna let our listeners decide and i said if we had one listener and you said or two or maybe three
1: maybe right
0: well, our first podcast with no promotion whatsoever had 25 downloads. It's pretty good. Which is kind of funny, right? Yeah. Because we just
1: have no idea who those 25 listeners are, other uh, than a few of my friends and our family members. We right. We
0: really just don't know. I'm pretty sure we are, our audience is friends and family.
1: Probably, yeah. Or
0: maybe somebody saw a father-daughter who was a father. And a daughter. And was curious how that whole dynamic worked. Yep. So yeah, hopefully but
1: it's, they enjoyed it. Yes, <laughs> they listened.
0: Well, the reason I said it was kind of funny is because um, I've done zero research on this yet. It's something that I, I want to explore more, but I just saw one YouTube video that they seem to set the the magic number at making money, which is your not your primary uh, focus. No, not really, and not mine either. Yeah, but if you it know, happens, it happens. You know. Yes, but they set the. The, the bottom or the, the ceiling number at 50,000 downloads. And we're talking about 25. so Yeah,
1: I mean, you know.
0: We only need 49,000. We got a
1: ways to go there.
0: 49,975. I yeah. did that in my head. Nice. Hey. <laughs> Addition and subtraction.
1: It's a wonderful thing. That's how I
0: got where I am in life today. I can do addition and subtraction. <laughs> so we are coming to you today on National Loomis Day. And yes. I would love to share with you all about that and explain it to you. I have no idea what National Loomis Day is.
1: I actually did not know either, but I looked it up. Huh. And so now I'm going to tell you what it is.
0: Educate us. That's what we're All here right. for.
1: So, it says here that Loomis Day is observed annually across the nation on May 30th. Washington, D.C. dentist Milan Loomis, forgive me if I butchered that name, received U.S. patent number 129,971 titled An Improvement in Telegraphing on Wireless Telegraphy? Telegraphy? One of those? <laughs> in July 1872. Born on July 21st, 1826, Milan Loomis was a dentist, the inventor of artificial teeth, and one of the earliest inventors of wireless communication.
0: So, he could invent the way that you could, we could communicate with each other through our fillings.
1: That's, that's not, that, no, no, that wasn't.
0: Back in the day, people used to think they were hearing from Martians when went through their fillings and stuff like that.
1: Right. No. No? No, that's not That's not how that works. <laughs> well, it
0: wouldn't be fillings anyway, because you said it was artificial teeth. Artificial teeth, yeah. Yeah, so you would have no, to have I... falsies to be able to communicate with Martians.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you just keep telling yourself that. Okay,
0: well, you know, <laughs> anything is possible.
1: <clears throat> sure. Yeah. All right,
0: so we started off our first episode talking about, you know, I said the country was dancing to a one-note tune. There's one yes. news story, and it was coronavirus, and we covered... A lot of ground there, and we even got into the heavier stuff, like, you know, what is God doing through the coronavirus? Right. What's he trying to show us? Yes. Things like that. So now we're going to take the opposite tack.
1: Okay. And I
0: have here in my hands, wow, there's more than I thought. There's 26 coronavirus rules. Oh, okay. I I just want to do like the pros do. (laughs) Rat, okay. rattle, rattle the papers a little bit all right? okay so now that you know I have this in my hands right so here's the thing though you always have to be timely right right so these actually came out about a month ago right so they may apply they may, may not apply so what we're going to do is evaluate how well these have aged okay I think they're all still funny or most of them are right but do they still apply okay okay you ready? Yes rule number one basically you can't leave the house for any reason unless you have to. but if you have to then you can right yes how well is that one aged
1: i I don't know probably not very well i feel like people have to go outside for a lot of things like food
0: right i think that's what they were driving at here unless you have to but then if you have to then you can
1: which then people took as i can go outside and do whatever i want
0: right Uh, The way I look at this one, as far as how it's aged, is there's been some, there was some hard, I mean, what did they say? They said shelter in place. Right. Now, the thing is, that's actually a military term. Right. And um, what that means is, if you're on a base, and Mm -hmm. I have sheltered in place. Right. uh, You have these different threat levels.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, An attack is possible, I forget the exact language, one is imminent. Imminent means it's coming. Right. So when an attack is imminent, the next order is Shelter in place. Okay. That means whatever building you're in, you See? don't leave. Right. So when they tell you shelter in place, that was like a lockdown. Right. You know. Um, I guess now things are, are different. Yeah. There's less restrictions. I still think interstate travel is restricted, technically. Technically. Yeah.
1: Although not a lot of people are, one, enforcing that, too you know abiding by that rule but you know it is what it is
0: well you were talking about enforcement is a a good issue because i went to a state park and there was a sign at the at the trailhead that said anyone coming to delaware from another state must quarantine for 14 days
1: no one was doing that
0: yeah (laughs) who's going to enforce it yeah no one (laughs) yeah so all right you ready for the next one sure rule number two Mask. Uh, mask is a hot, still a hot topic. Uh, yes. I guess this one has aged well, right? Probably. Masks don't work, but healthcare workers need them. But maybe now they're mandatory, <laughs> in which they are now.
1: They are mandatory. Yes. Yeah,
0: you need to wear one to protect yourself and others, even though it might be useless. Yeah. So what's your thought thoughts on masks?
1: Okay, my thoughts on masks is as far as I've heard it explained that it's it's not really for the protection of yourself; it's for the protection of others. Um. I think it's a good precaution to have. Yep. I think you should wear a mask. I think that's that's smart. Yeah.
0: People seem to get really bent out of shape about this one, and I, I think it's the mandatory thing. Um, the basic theory, I'm not a medical person, and all I know is what I've heard, and I, and I think you characterized it right. It's not to protect you. Right. It's to protect others from you. Yes. So we're Christians, right? We're supposed to be others-focused. Yes. So – I have no problem where I work, everybody wears a mask. So it's, it's kind of weird how things become a norm. Yeah. You know, when the first day I walked in there, I didn't know that masks, everybody was going to be wearing masks. Right. And I'm walking down the hallway and we've talked about this before too.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, we've seen these outbreaks and pandemics in other countries. Right. And I'm going to admit to being judgmental here. Okay. Right up front.
1: Uh
0: When I would see that on the news, people walking around China, wherever these things were breaking out and everybody had masks on, I'm like, what a depressing way to live. Yeah. You know. I'm glad we don't have to do that.
1: And then it happened and, to us. And
0: then it happened. So, I walk into work and this is before it was a norm and I was like sticking out like a sore thumb. So, I, you know, I went to the management. I was like, are these mandatory now? And and they were and they went through the whole spiel what what we just were talking about. Right. And, and, you know, if you're at your workstation and you're not directly talking to anybody or anything, you could um, you don't have to wear the mask. Right. So, like I said, I think it's the mandatory thing. Um, you can even go political with this. We're not going to do that, no, right? No, we're not. We're not going to do not that. Not right now. But it, it has to do with you know what does this mask symbolize? You will wear a mask, and you have my. And we, we've talked about this too. My basic personality is I would not be a mask policeman. Right. I um, I understand the theory, and the whole thing that drives it for me is it's other people's focused. Yeah. You know. Out of respect for other people, I'm going to wear this mask. Yeah, and um, it doesn't bother me that much. No, it's I don't just, like it, it. It's,
1: I mean, no, it's just it's literally just a piece of fabric covering your mouth. Like it's not that big of a deal.
0: Okay, that's the the mechanics of it. Yeah. Now think about it from from this way though. What? Do you understand when you wear that mask? It totally takes. It makes you. It dehumanizes you. People can't see your facial expression.
1: Okay. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I, get, I mean, you could make it that serious. I don't think it needs to be that serious.
0: Well, that this might be because I spend hours and hours a day interacting with people with masks on. Right. And, you know, the whole social awkwardness thing. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm not a big talker to strangers or passing people in the hallway. Right. A lot of times I won't even say anything, but I'll, I'll smile.
1: Right. Oh. That's gone now. You yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to tell you something. This corona thing, I don't like.
1: Mm-hmm. Who
0: likes it, right? No one likes it. And, and and I'm getting worn down.
1: Yeah.
0: Again, I'm not unique. Right. But I'm pretty sure when people see me now, they see angry eyes. Yeah. Where I could normally, if we could smile at one another, yeah. you see the difference?
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So
0: that's where it's weird. It became a norm, but it's affecting how I interact with other people.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay. Um, rule number three. This one's great. Oh, no. Stores are closed. Except, except those that <laughs> except for the ones that are open.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think this one has aged quite as well because we're kind of used to that now. Yeah. But it was like this total lockdown. But like you said, you got to go buy food, right? Yeah. What are you going to do?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: All right. Here's another one. N- number four. You should not go to hospitals unless you have to go there. I think this, this one still aged well.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it makes – I mean, I feel like that should be a thing regardless.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, unless you really have to go to the hospital, you probably shouldn't, and that's a thing Americans probably already
0: did. Well, we can actually broaden this out a little bit. Um Yeah, I agree. You know, um, there are some times you need to go to the emergency room. Yeah. It's the only, you know – you need you get in really bad pain or got something that has to be dealt with right away. That's what you do. You go to the emergency room. Um, but let's see. Same applies to doctors. You should only go there in case of emergency. Oh, okay. This jogged my thought that I was struggling for there is um, all these different things now that are being put off. Yeah. You know, cancer screenings. Oof, you see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Things that you would normally, it's like, you know, you're a certain age, you got to get these things done at this time. Yeah. Those things are starting to get put off.
1: Yep. And for a lot of people that can be dangerous. Yeah.
0: I have a couple things I need to go for. I won't go into detail. Please don't. <laughs> but if, you know, yes. the age that I'm at, there's things you're supposed to get checked out for, but right. I've put those things off. Cause I'm not real crazy about going into a medical facility right now. No. Um, so let's finish the sentence here. Uh, the same applies to doctors. You should only go there in case of emergency. This is what we are just talking about. Provided you're not too sick. See the irony there? Yeah. <laughs> you should only go there in case of emergencies, but only if you're not too sick.
1: Uh, yeah, don't go to the doctors if you're too sick.
0: Well, here, here's the thing that I'm wondering about. Yes. Is if the, the symptoms of coronavirus are, are pretty simple. It's um, fever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: loss of taste or something. Is it taste or smell? I think it's taste. I think
1: it's, well. If you lose your sense of smell, you also lose your sense of taste. Yeah. Just by the way.
0: Sense of I just mommy's cooking something. It smells good. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I know. It, it just, just... <laughs> hit at the
0: right time. Um, shortness of breath is a big one. With yes. Fever, shortness of breath. Sometimes it can be sore throat.
1: Chills. Chills.
0: Think, yeah. Yep. Um, and the thing is, those are very common to other yeah. sicknesses.
1: You get one and it's all of a sudden like, do I have the coronavirus? Or even in fatigue, Yeah. which
0: I, I struggle with chronic fatigue and I can kind of tell because it's from lack of sleep or this or that. Yeah. But there's already been a couple times during this where I was really, really drained and like you just said, I was like, uh-oh, is this yeah. it? <laughs> but here's what I'm getting at. You know, that you could have any one of those things or maybe yeah. a couple of them, but it could still be something else. Yeah. So what are you supposed to do?
1: Yeah. Do you go get tested
0: know. or you're contagious so you shouldn't?
1: I guess that's all up to the person.
0: Well, yeah, I think there is ways when you go te- the testing things when they set up the drive. one, or they, they can isolate you. Yeah. yeah. There's a certain way you do it. But it, it just seems weird. It's like, how, <laughs> how do <laughs> I know I have it? Yeah. How am I d- supposed to find out?
1: Yeah. You literally don't know you have it until you get tested, which nope. is the whole point of the testing.
0: All right. Um, like I said, when I say there's 26 of these, yeah. So I think we're gonna handle about f- five per episode. Yep. So this is, will be our last one for today. Yes. This virus is deadly, but still not too scary, except that sometimes it kills a lot of people and leads to a global disaster. <laughs> that's just funny the way it's worded. I don't. N- yeah. None of that's funny.
1: No. But like, yeah.
0: There's a certain <laughs> irony there, right?
1: Yeah. It's not dangerous. Don't worry. Except now you're all trapped at home. Yeah. Because it's a global pandemic. Yes. It so, is scary.
0: I'm not really sure. One of the things in the beginning was don't fall victim to hype. Yes. And that's where a lot of people struggled because you know, when it comes to news, right? Mm-hmm. Not so much diseases. Well, there has been like SARS and I can't remember. There were so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that were, you know, it's going to kill everybody. Yeah. And there were significant numbers of people that got them, but it didn't kill everybody. Right. So it's like, there's another hype. Another yeah. thing they hype is hurricanes, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: It's going to be a category five. And by the time it comes, it's a tropical storm. Yeah. So people get numb to that. Yeah. So, and, and, I, and I'm talking talking from personal experience. When I heard about this, my first thing was like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Another hype job. Yep. You know, and uh, I'm definitely wrong. You know, it's for real. Yep. So, this is where statistics come in. We've talked about this before, right? Everybody's got their charts. Everybody's got their graphs. Everybody's got their numbers. Yeah. How do you feel when you see all that kind of stuff?
1: Well, here's how I feel. The coronavirus exists, and it is dangerous, and people are dying. So, it deserves a fair amount of respect, and just common sense you don't need to freak out just calmly go about your day in a way of common sense so just don't freak out in any stupid way just calmly try and protect yourself and the other people around you right yeah
0: so i completely lost my train of thought we were talking about coronavirus yes and the hype hype yes yes Oh, here's the thing. When I talked about charts, graphs, statistics, everything is relative when it comes to statistics. Right. I don't know if we've hit the milestone yet or we're still getting close to it, but the 100,000 deaths. Yeah. So first of all, when you're talking about numbers like that, one death is a human soul. Yeah. Right? So we keep that in mind. We respect that. Mm -hmm. Now the prediction was there was a model coming from England yeah, that predicted 2 million deaths.
1: Yeah, that was wrong.
0: So the, Yeah, so this is where <laughs> we get into the relativity, right? Yeah,
1: it's not as bad as everyone no. thought it was going to be, but it's still bad because a lot of people are dying. Yes,
0: that's per- the perfect way to put it, but a lot yes. of people bought into that 2 million number, <sighs> you know. Yeah, that so would have been
1: really bad. I, I think,
0: think, think, I bring that up to say that I think that the the measures that were taken did what they were supposed to do.
1: Yeah, because if, if everyone had just Gone on as if this wasn't happening. Two million deaths was entirely probable and probably would have happened.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. actually, I th- I think the, the the thinking there is that that two million number was um, if we had done nothing. Yeah. You know, that, we did a yeah. we did a lot. We wrecked our economy basically. Well, yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna be take a while to, to recover. So the coronavirus rules. Yeah. Five more next time, okay? Yep. Sounds good. All right. So now we talked about your reaction to the title of our show yes the focus is still going to be on you
1: okay girl it's all about you <laughs>
0: you love that don't you uh, you know well it, it turns out that you're a prophet
1: i'm i did what now
0: you're a prophet
1: i okay your you explain that you know what prophets little? do yes what do they, they do? predict the future they foretell
0: the future yes all right so when we did our first episode, we were, it was on the heels of the first um, live race. NASCAR ran a race. No fans. Right. But in the very beginning, you came out with a very timely comment. Yes. Very funny.
1: How are they supposed to fight from six feet away?
0: And I lost it.
1: Yes. So
0: <laughs> being the good dad that I am, I went right to Facebook.
1: And posted it. Yeah, posted I remember that. Posted that with a
0: big pink background. <laughs> and people got a kick out of that.
1: Yeah. It was kind of funny. I mean, because well, that's a thing that they're known for is fighting
0: right so they didn't have any problems in the first race it took no. till all of the second race which is a few days later because they're doing several races per week right they had a fight they did they did seriously between kyle bush and chase elliott
1: i had no clue they
0: did now oh one thing it, it, it wasn't actually a, a fight a physical fight where they were you know beating each other up oh my but gosh. um they were there was a picture of them with their full driver uniforms on okay Politically correct with their face masks on, pointing their fingers at one another.
1: Are you serious? And I'm
0: like, she was right.
1: Oh my god! How gosh. are they going to
0: fight from six feet away?
1: That's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah. Wow.
0: You didn't know what powers of prediction you have.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Even in the middle of a global pandemic, NASCAR drivers still find a way to fight. That's, yep. that's incredible.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I find that kind of comforting, actually. Because some things never change, that kind of thing?
1: Maybe that's something that should change, but, you know. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, it, yeah. it is what it is, as it you is say. It is what it is. All right. Our next subject for talk, not debate, <laughs> is uh, we launched a rocket today.
1: Yes, we did.
0: SpaceX Falcon.
1: Yes. That was really cool.
0: Well, we've launched plenty of rockets. That what made it special is that there was human beings inside. Yes. Yes. Going to yes. space.
1: Yeah. Yeah they're going to the international space station.
0: Correct. All right. So correct. how how good is your knowledge of recent history? Do you know when the last when that happened last?
1: I don't I like 2009.
0: You're close, but what was the spacecraft?
1: The um I, I know I know the name. I do. You're blanking. Yeah, I'm blanking.
0: The space shuttle. Yes. Yes, yes
1: the space shuttle. Yep. It
0: was 2011.
1: Okay. So that's the first... I was going to say 2009 and 2011.
0: That's the first time since 2011 that we uh, launched a spacecraft with human beings in it.
1: From America. From
0: America. Yes. Yes. Because the space station has been in operation that whole time. Yes. And we do have Americans on the space station. Yes. The key is how they get there.
1: They use Russian. They hitch a ride with the Russians. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. So this is a big deal. Yeah. And it's a partnership between uh, private industry and NASA.
1: Yeah, it's really cool, actually. So it's
0: very, very interesting, yeah. and uh, you know, it's a little bit of American pride there. Now, yeah. what we're going to try to do within um, a couple episodes is uh, have Mr. Bill Aries on. Yes. He's a guy that I, I've worked with in the past, who uh, has worked with NASA spacesuits yes. since Apollo. Wow! And he's got a book out, nice. so we're gonna we're gonna try to get up with him. And uh, we'll find out where we can get his book. And he's really got a lot of interesting stories. Yeah. So that'll be something to look forward to.
1: That'll be really cool.
0: So the K-pop.
1: Oh. Okay. So we're bringing that up now.
0: Yes. Okay. And this is the father-daughter podcast. So yes. let, let me filter this discussion <laughs> through that lens. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, what is it?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess we should probably explain that.
0: And... We'll go, you know, what yeah. is it and how did you get interested in it?
1: What is it? K-pop, the term itself is pretty self-explanatory. Korean pop music. Okay. And it's it's actually technically not just pop. There's a lot of genres within that.
0: That was going to be my next question. Yeah. Because when I, just what you just said, pop is what it is. Yeah. So when I hear pop and a couple little clips of videos I saw you and your friends watching. I'm thinking, like, boy bands, like the Jonas Brothers.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, most of it is like that, but there are, like, subdivisions under that Mm -hmm. still. There's rock bands, there's R&B, there's all sorts of genres that they do play around with within K-pop.
0: So how'd you get into it?
1: I got into it because I had some friends at our church that were really into it. It took me a while. I knew about it probably end of 2017 and it took me until the summer of 2018 to really like get into it and like learn groups and learn songs and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: so um out of all the different types what's your favorite
1: what is my favorite i have two groups that are my favorite one is just your regular k-pop group where it is mostly pop music is got seven and my other one is a rock group um called day six Mm -hmm. so those are my two favorites right now i i know of a lot of groups and i like a lot of groups music i a lot because there's a lot of them but those right now are my main groups that i'm really into
0: so did hearing your father's music from the 70 have any influence on your
1: 100 (laughs) percent Like, seriously, like, all of my favorite, like, Day6 songs or any other, like, rock group that is under K-pop, like, their songs that are, have more of that 70s rock vibe are always my favorite songs by them. You see? Yeah, there's one group, one rock group called Eyes that Mm -hmm. they definitely have that, like, 70s rock, like, they definitely take inspiration from that, Mm -hmm. and they've become one of my favorite groups, too, so... Yeah, definitely had an influence on me, for sure.
0: So has there been any... Let's see how I can put this. Any um, additional, like, learning experience? Because they're from another culture.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: What what kind of stuff have you learned?
1: Um, Just how their culture works. Like, before getting to K-pop, like, you kind of just group all Asians together as, like, one thing. Mm-hmm. But what you find is that each different Asian country they all have their own their own way of life and Mm -hmm. their own way of doing things you kind of you pick up words of the language and um when you when you hear a lot of people that like have moved like from the U.S. to Korea they're like it's a huge culture shock for a lot of people Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah so I've definitely learned a lot about Asian culture especially Korean culture yeah
0: from what you've read the members of these bands, so they have a particular um, outlook on America? Do they enjoy coming here? Is that, has any of them ever came here and stayed? Things like that.
1: Usually what happens um, with the U.S. and Korea and, like, coming to the U.S. is a lot of Asian Americans will go to Korea and they'll go to auditions, they'll be signed to a company, and they'll go through training. Because here in America... You don't really see Asians in um, media that often, Mm -hmm. so they have to go where they're accepted and where they'll know they'll find success. So they'll find success there in Korea, and a lot of the times those boy groups will sign with American companies to do some American promotion, Mm -hmm. so some English songs or tours here in America, do all sorts of interviews and stuff. But, yeah, a majority of time, it's not them coming from Korea to come here. It's mm-hmm. them coming from America to go to Korea to find success. Mm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So, we're winding down another episode of the Father Daughter Podcast. And you may or may not know this. I'm going to spring it on you now. Okay. One of our topics for the next podcast is going to be homeschool jungle freak. Homeschool
1: jungle freak. Let me yes. say that
0: again because I, I, my lips got stuck. <laughs> homeschool jungle freak don't say anything more We want to leave that out there as a teaser so tune in next time and find out what is a homeschool jungle freak this is the father daughter podcast and we are out